0: I'm Kristen McFarland, and this is Market Like a Badass. I'm your podcast host and founder and CEO of The Source Marketing Group. Today, we're going to talk about my favorite topic, which is empowering women in the cannabis industry. Our special guest today is building community, busting stigmas, and providing women a safe space to be who they are in the cannabis industry. Welcome Tanya Osborne. Hello,
1: hello. Thank you for having
0: me. Woohoo! Hey, thank you. I am so excited to have you on. I, you know, I bumped into you at MJ BizCon. You're passing out Flyers for Women Grow, and, and I got to understand a little bit more about what you do. And then once I started learning more about you, there's just so much. It's like never ending. And so, um, you know, as much as you can, give us your elevator pitch about what you do. But I know you're involved in, in yes, a lot. Uh,
1: elevator pitch, that better be a long elevator ride. Um, <laughs> so I work for Women Grow, I'm their director of community. Um, women grows a professional networking organization that has evolved in the years that I've been working with them. Uh, we probably were the first women centered cannabis organization, um, really encouraging women to get into the space and, um, and supporting them and connecting them. Our, our really, our big thing was bringing in leaders and, um, allowing women to connect and support one another. And then, like I said, it's evolved, uh, but that's how we got started.
0: That's amazing. And I want to talk about a little bit of everything that you're doing, because again, I know you're just, you know a lot about the industry and have a lot of knowledge to share with our audience, but I want to really talk more about women grow first. Um, and, And again, what's, what's the mission and, You know, what, where did that even come from?
1: So the mission of Women Grow is to connect, educate, and empower this and the next generation of women leaders in this Mm -hmm. cannabis space. Um, And that's been the mission forever. Uh, The company started in 2014 out of Colorado. A woman named Jane West um, is the founder of the company. And um, Jane has done some remarkable things in the space. And, um, and over time, like when I joined women grow in 2016, uh, the company was in transition, you know, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of things were happening on the cannabis space and it was starting to just really, we had to figure out what our next pivot was going to be. Um, at that point, two other leaders came into the company, Dr. Shonda Macias and Gia Marone, And between the leader and all the leadership that happened, it just, it just evolved into um, being even more, even better than it was. And, um, and not even, it just, it's a natural evolution in this cannabis industry. It is dog years, like literally like one minute is like a month, you know? So it is really, you have to be able to kind of, move on your feet and adjust with Mm -hmm. legalizations, legislations, regulations, all the Asians, you know what I mean? Yeah. um, And now I think our pivot is in the last company started in 2014 in the last. What is that? Nine years. Um, Again, nine years, nine years, nine years in cannabis is like crazy. So We've encouraged a lot of women to come into this space. We've supported a lot of women in this space. Um, we've always uh, really instilled the power in networking, and women do networking differently. You know what I mean? So, um, the ability to connect, you know, yeah. it is really magical in a women-centered safe space, and um, and we've been really lucky to be able to create that. So now. Our, our pivot is that how do we keep these women in business? You know, yeah. a lot of them have done tremendous things on the advocacy side, on the policy side, on the, you know, just growing businesses, literally growing some of them. Um, but funding is always a challenge, you know, how do you get your business to scale? Like, how do you take your business to the next level? As regulations change, how do you stay with the ability and the resources to do everything you need to get done? And um, and we all know the numbers. I mean, they're they're sad, but they're true. Women do not get the same amount of funding. We're not even putting the cannabis lens on it because then we'll just blurry up the whole thing, you know, on just the women seeking funding. It's 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 hard, you know? Yeah. And then if you're a woman of color seeking funding, it's harder. So imagine now you add the cannabis lens. Yeah. Schedule one drug, federally illegal, still has stigma that is crazy. With all the medical advancements, the amount of stigma that we still have is it's like, are you not paying attention? <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it's eons of difference when i drive from denver to colorado springs and you know colorado is a mature market and there's still wow there's still a lot of big differences right um i think the manitou springs dispensary is capitalizing on the fact that there is that stigma right (laughs) hey come over here but you're right there's a lot of that and and i'm glad you touched on funding too because wow it's just such a challenge
1: challenge, so um and Listen, one of the challenges we have is because we've created this safe space for women to grow and to build their businesses and to have a resource of a community that you can fall back on. Now we have to go into these spaces that are not women-centered. And I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you, I, I come from financial services, so I've never had that issue um, because I've always worked prior to cannabis in a male-dominated spaces. Um mm-hmm so we you know you create a little utopia it's like so warm and cushy in here and now you got to go outside with the sharks literally <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and it's a culture shock it's a learning curve it's um it it's a learning curve so now we have to build those skills get and a lot of women are really far ahead you know some need support, you know we're going mm-hmm. down to Benzinga, which is a large capital conference. They have a cannabis arm um or cannabis track rather for their company, and they're really supportive in creating a space for women to um, learn and connect with investors so it's exciting we're going down next week
0: oh that's huge and and so, how does that work? do you Uh, Do members travel down with you and do members pay a fee to be involved?
1: So let me tell you about that. (laughs) So in 2020, when the world shifted, um, we pulled back all of our events because we couldn't. And our events were, um, you know, uh, market specific. So we don't do in-person events on the basis is that we used to, we used to do monthly events throughout mm-hmm. multiple markets. Um, so our reach now is pr- primarily virtual. Um, so if you follow women grow on social channels, you get so much informative content. We bring leaders. We just did an, uh, an in-person event a couple of weeks ago here in New York. Um, but we've formed some really strategic partnerships in the last mm-hmm. few years um so we don't have members uh we the businesses that we encounter are businesses that we've either seen that have tapped us um or that we've tapped and be like look you're doing some great stuff uh here's an opportunity you know what i mean um our content is really fantastic, you know.
0: Yeah, I follow. Yeah, I follow from multiple pages.
1: Yeah, I think LinkedIn has been the sneaky one for us um, because our growth on LinkedIn, from my follower perspective, has been really wonderful. Um, and cannabis on LinkedIn is kind of popping right now, so mm-hmm. I've been oh yeah, been great able platform to get wonderful speakers. Uh, people that I might not have had access to um, that I can like message them on LinkedIn. And like a couple weeks ago, I did a Canada Diva event. I needed a speaker. I hit up somebody I knew from flower hire. She couldn't do it, but she got another speaker who was a little bit more local. This chick killed it. Kamesh. I love that chick now. Oh, I love it. She really came in and delivered for us. And, um, I didn't know her. We were connected on LinkedIn and it was just, it just worked, you know? So, um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. It's the power of networks, right? And that's exactly why. Power
1: of women, yeah. right?
0: And the power of women. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, I think that's tremendous. And honestly, I feel like that's where I've had success navigating as well. It's like, it's easy to feel a kind of way, like go find the people that light you up and are supportive and understand where you're coming from, right? right. Like, um, you know, because it, it is challenging. And, and I think the funding piece is a big one. How do you all see this evolving in the future? I mean, what else do you think you all are going to do in maybe 2024, 2025?
1: is to keep providing really we listen to the community they tell us what they need and that was kind of the the big ask right now is how do i build this pitch deck how do i pitch put me in opportunities where um i have access to to resources um let me know what a, a possible investor needs. What are they looking for? How am I aligning myself wow. even in the early phases to make sure that I'm building out my business in a way where if I want to be acquired or I want an injection of capital, where I need to be? What 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 documents do I have in place? Are my plant touching or my ancillary? Ancillary sometimes provides you different opportunities, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really just putting ourselves in a position to partner with people who want to give us resources to do the work that we really want to do. And, I mean, that's really it. You know, we make these partnerships for people who care about the things that we want to put in place, you know, And, um, and that's really just... You know, amazing. We we know what we want. I mean, Gia is literally like magical. She knows what, um, she knows just what to do. Like she has an ear. People tap her about what's needed. And, um, and I love being on this team. It's really cool.
0: That's amazing. Well, and everything that you're talking about. I mean, it's just amazing and, and a resource most people don't have. And take advantage of it because... I, you know, basic things like a one page plan or, you know, having the, the right resources are going to make or break your business, you know, I mean, it's just invaluable what you all are doing. So, um, I, I applaud the efforts. Sometimes
1: it doesn't feel because most of the content we do virtually online, it doesn't feel like, you know, you, you're getting anything because, you know, everyone does stuff online, you know? But in reality, like if you really pay attention to uh, the the content that we deliver, the the guests that we present, there are in-person opportunities like Benzinga's an in-person opportunity. Uh, CWCBE, we've had they've really been amazing. Uh, it's a trade show. MJ 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 Impact MJ Biz. Um, MJ Bid was a crazy an incredible opportunity for us you know, to really be, and those are really those strategic partnerships that we talked about.
0: Yeah. Are you going to be at MJ BizCon again?
1: I hope so. I hope so. I would love to.
0: Yeah. I would, I would love, yeah, I would love more people at the women in networking
1: event. I would love to have a true (laughs) networking brunch, lunch. I mean, Amazing yes blunt yeah brunch. thank God for Parisa. Parisa yes. is a former market leader for women grow um, that's oh, how I did. love it yeah so it was we have women grow roots and um, what she's done with blunt brunch is like magnetic and magical and I love everything about it so um, so it was great to at least have that ability when we were in Vegas. To have that opportunity to connect, but I would mm-hmm. love to see MJ Biz host a women's brunch that is really interactive, like something like a speed mentoring, where you get to like top leaders for like Ooh. four minutes. Oh, you know? our speed <laughs> I love that. Our speed networking events are like you have four minutes and twenty seconds to talk to somebody, and then we ring, and then we ring a gong, and then you have to move and find. You ring the you ring the bong. <laughs> now I be, love that. Now listen, if we had a bong that actually did like a bong, that would be amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing.
0: You need a you need a bong with a gong. That's gold. I'm gonna have to see bong. what I can craft.
1: Listen. But it's it's connection and then we enforce you know, not enforce. We really strongly suggest that continue the conversation. Get mm-hmm. cards make like a 15 minute call, like to do a little deeper dive, you know? Yes. I, I, there's so many cards.
0: Well, it it made me happy just meeting you and getting a flyer. Then it, it was like, okay, I'm going to draw, draw my way over this way. I met five, ten people. And I mean, I'm still following them on LinkedIn and then they've introduced me to other people, you know, and that's that's how it works. And that's truly how you kind of build that, that community.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, when we had in-person events, it was magic, you know, and I hope that at a certain point in time, we'll we'll do the goal is to do like regional quarterlies. That's the goal. Uh, We we had some, we have something called the uh, women grow summit and uh, we were doing it every other year. And I know that we will come back to that, you know, um, it'll probably be more regional. Like maybe we, we did one West coast. We'll do one up here. Um, I, I definitely foresee that cause we do need that in-person stuff. Um, that's why I'm like so many other brands have popped up. I love Tokativity. I love blunt oh, brunch. Yeah. brunch. Lisa and I go way back, even pre cannabis, which I love even more. Um, can humble bloom up here. There's so many people that are yeah. doing really great events that, yeah, I I feel okay because at one point it was like us. <laughs> it was just like
0: yes, yeah,
1: you know. And now there's so many amazing brands doing wonderful education, patient focused. It's fun.
0: Yeah, it is. It it's really cool. I mean, to your point, to see the number of events now that are out there and and the the quality, right? Exactly. And it's. Yeah, there's a lot of FOMO going on on LinkedIn because I see people like, oh, Nikan, right? I'm like, no, I want to be there. (laughs) There's a lot of...
1: Because I watched an event last weekend. I I genuinely couldn't get there. But I was like so angry every time I went on Instagram because people were like doing stories. And I'm like... Yeah. I, I even text the promoters. I'm like, I just want to let you know that I had FOMO all weekend. Mm -hmm. all weekend so please do another event so i can make it this time
0: (laughs) that's right that's right well if you do regional events yeah i mean make sure if you're listening follow so you can track when these are regional events are going to happen because i want to be a part of that want our listeners to be a part of that as well and next i want to pivot over to the canna diva Mm -hmm. uh tell our listeners about your other business i want to i want to learn more uh and, and learn all the things
1: so the Canada Diva originally, um, was supposed to be something else. It was supposed to be a subscription box. Um, but mm. I am a solopreneur and honestly, I just realized that it was team too much for me. At that mm-hmm. point. Um, so I kind of kept it, you know, hanging out. I had already like got, you know, did the name and all that good. And I loved it. So I was like, I'll just keep it here. Um, And then when I started doing Women Grow work, um, and really when I started going as an attendee, I said, well, let me just revive the page and just like put educational stuff. And, oh, this person's doing an event. Let me throw it up there. Or this is a really cool something that someone else posted. Let me put it up there. Um, Then I took over the New York City market. So I used my Canada Diva page to promote my women grow events. Women Grow would promote it, but I promote it myself because it was, you know, my event. And um and then it just evolved because what I found out from doing Canada Diva stuff or from building out Canada Diva, I ended up having women who really truthfully they did not care about getting into business. And that's fine. They were not trying to build the next amazing brand and that's okay too. But what they did care about is they cared about learning about the plant. They cared about destigmatization. They hated being shamed or judged. Some of them were medical patients. Some of them were caring for patients as in a minor or a senior, like a parent. And I wanted to really just create a space for them. I mean, honestly, do we have entrepreneurs in the Kennedyva community? Absolutely. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I was a coach for many years. So I love entrepreneurship. I really do. But I've also been a medical patient. I've cared for a medical, I've cared for multiple medical patients here in my state. And I know how invaluable having someone to ask a question having someone where you can have that conversation and not be judged having someone when you want to have your kid catches you and you're like oh my god i need to talk to my kid about weed you know what i mean or yeah you know yeah. how do i how do i approach the fact that i think my parent should re- would really benefit from taking cbd you know like just to have a community of feedback a community where you can learn you know we do we do wake and bakes. I mean, honestly, we we do everything that you would want to do with your friends and in a digital space. Where we launch a community April one called the Canadiva Collective because we've done really amazing things. We do events. Um, we do uh, we do patient drives. Like I'm actually giving away ten patient certifications this month. Ooh, I love that. We yeah, really are. That's. Cool. Women in cannabis community. Like um, we did a vision mm-hmm. board party. I had someone talk about goals and it doesn't matter if you are an entrepreneur or not, you still have goals. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, we really just wanted to, there's so much intersectionality in this cannabis plant, you know, in this cannabis world and beyond the industry that um, I think that, you know, we do some really cool stuff. We have monthly clean your bong parties. We nice. I'm gonna need an invite to that. You know, uh, we do co-working uh, for some mm-hmm. of the solopreneurs. Um oh, wow. we have leaders that come in and into the community and talk and you know give feedback. Um so it's just a, a cool place to learn. Um I mean, you should follow us on the Canada Diva until we launch officially. Um but I'm just so excited building it out because like people are like, I want to learn about this. And can we talk about that? And you know, what's, what about all these gadgets? How do I learn how to dab? You know, like, you know, what's the best way to do X? How do I talk to my doctor that I want to use cannabis as medicine? Like mm-hmm. it's just so cool to see all the things that people just really are curious about. And um, I've been really fortunate to meet a lot of people and, know a lot of really, I want to say experts in this space, you know, so I want to bring them to provide as much information, because honestly, we only de destigmatize when we educate.
0: Yes, exactly. And really do I- there's
1: any other way to do it.
0: And most people, I mean, I know the big argument you see a lot of times on LinkedIn is, uh, oh, you know, consumers go in, they just care about THC percentage, but they should care about terpenes. And it's like, well, instead of putting people on blast, like, why don't you educate them? Right. It's
1: so funny (laughs) that you say that. When I first got in the industry, um... I came from medical, I was a caregiver for my uncle. That's my first adventure was a caregiver for my uncle and my uncle combusted. That was his method, his delivery method was con- combustion. So I didn't really have too much experience with edibles and really milligrams and so on and so forth I had to learn that. At one point I know I was a milligram shamer. I'm like, why do you need a hundred milligrams of anything? And I'm like meeting more and more patients I've seen people take two, 300 milligrams to mitigate pain if they're a cancer patient. And I'm just like, wow, I feel like a, a dick. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I won't. Oh my God. I was literally shaming somebody. But in reality, I had to learn, you know, I had mm-hmm. to learn that not everybody is the same. It has a lot to do with your physiology. You know, I have a good friend of mine who's half my size who can eat about twice as much milligrams as I can and she's like where are we going I'm like I'm going nowhere I'm going to bed you know <laughs> and it's just it's just learning it's that's all yeah. it is. You're just learning you yeah
0: know? and, and as, there's a, so much innovation too in the industry so it's like you're never really done learning because there's always something new coming out
1: I'm like oh my yeah. goodness <laughs> so.
0: yes yeah always something to keep us on our toes um so you work with people around the world or just mainly in the U S
1: mainly in the U S. Uh, but I do have some colleagues. I almost went out and I'm still not a hundred percent of my going to cannabis Europa. I met some really wonderful people. Ooh. Um, sounds fun from England, which is where my family stems from, uh, Jamaica, England. And, uh, they were like, come on over. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so tempted. So tempted. Um, but I, we have you know touch points, but our primary market is here in America.
0: Nice. Well, hopefully we can we can get you global and uh, get now you in, in South in Africa. Africa. Yeah. Well, you know we'll get some. Te- I have team members down there. We'll See help you. you spread to Australia. That's <laughs> a
1: place I would we got you. To go to Australia.
0: Yes, I I could use that right about now. <laughs> no, I so. And you you're, you're a wealth of knowledge with your industry experience. So I guess what else are, what else can we be doing to get more women in leadership roles specifically
1: in leadership roles? Um, Hmm. Apply for them.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Honestly, like people are, I know there's a lot of people that are trying to get in the industry by doing something cannabis related. And I just don't always think that that's necessary. You know, mm-hmm. we've done some series on Women Grow where we spotlighted women in tech, um, and women in canatech specifically. But in reality, it could have just been a women in tech event because really the, some of these women are just working and maybe they didn't intend on being in this space. They intended on getting into technology, but that's a, something that I don't think a lot of people talk about. Um, mm-hmm. blockchain technology is huge you know um, to, to just do accountants accountants are killing it because nobody understands 280E you know what I mean so yeah um, there are people that are getting into these roles these c-suite roles um, mainly because they're the more qualified person you know, and I think that women have to apply for these roles when they see them, they need to put themselves in a position to be seen for them. Um, Mm -hmm. And not thinking that not thinking that they're not qualified, because we know our male counterparts apply for shit that they are not qualified for. Yeah, with with brazen with like, like, they're supposed to be there. It's
0: crazy. I I've, I've had this discussion with some female team members because it's like, Hey, like this guy who, who just got let go for poor performance. Like his confidence is up here and his performance is down here. Your performance is up here and, and your confidence is way down low and doesn't match. And it's crazy. It's like the, the, the value some, some of these women are are bringing. That
1: is, that is intentional. They put, they, they made us feel that we were not qualified, yeah. you know, we didn't have the strength or the, the fierceness to, I don't know why you mm-hmm. always need to be fierce, but you know, that's exhausting. But, um, you <laughs> yeah. know, I, as far as qualified, the ability to do the job, um, mm-hmm. that's not up for discussion. Like that's just yeah what it is. So, um, a lot of bigger companies now are really being intentional about creating like groups where they can support, you know, women and people of color. Um, it, so I don't know. How, push, just keep pushing. And then yeah. the key here for me is if you get in, like leave your purse by the door so it stays cracked open a little bit.
0: Yeah. You know what I, mean? I like that.
1: Because. You might some people are very comfortable you know bringing up all their people and some people are like, okay, let me get in. I'm gonna leave a crack so someone can come with me, but I'm gonna make sure that when mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to put people in place that I go back to the women that have a supported me, may have gotten looked over, someone never told them that they could do this fantastic work. you know um, I don't know if I answered your question.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just like on board with everything you're saying. So I'm like,
1: yeah, it's so hard to navigate because I want to be like, knock the door down, but sometimes you have to be a little strategic, you know? So it really is on a case by case basis. You know, sometimes I want to say, well, build your own. And I know how difficult that is too. You know, I know how difficult it is to
0: build your own,
1: you know what I mean? So It's it's on a case-by-case basis. I just think finding someone to support you, finding someone to believe in you um, is key. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I think that is huge. Just finding a mentor and go to Women Grow, go network, and then find that one person that you really jive with that can be your accountability buddy, right? They're going to kind of push you along and encourage you because, you know, you... (laughs) There's so much good and bad that comes in a typical day for an entrepreneur, like especially in cannabis, that you need to have that reminder of the good and the reason why you love the plant in the first place and and the industry, right? Um, Now, another thing while we're talking about, you know, women and minorities or, you know, getting funding, all of these things is um, we, we had talked about that earlier around the funding, but on the last podcast episode, I had talked to uh, Rebecca from Collectium, okay, and yes. she's a cult- she's a cultivator. She's a flippin' badass. And one of the things I admired was how much she does as a business owner to give back to her community and to help other minorities, actually, than you know, through STEM programs or, like, local community work or incubators. Right. And it got me thinking, right? I'm like, how do I do that? Right. I want to do more. I want to do more. Intentional. And it's, it's really, it, it
1: has to be yeah. Intentional. I mean, from women grow side, our, the way we support community is providing opportunities, you know, mm-hmm. like sometimes we can't, you can't get to the place where the meeting is at. If, if we are able, we will help. You know what I mean? Um, if we can get some sponsors to support we will we will do that you know on because we are more on the business side but i will say like on the canadiva side because again like i said most of the women in our community are not necessarily entrepreneurs you know so we do a lot of community give backs, like we're doing that patient giveaway i know some people can't afford that card you know um,
0: yes, I love that idea. That's we great. Did
1: that we uh, for Friendsgiving, we we uh, had a thing where if you brought, I was working with PAX, and if you brought in a new period product, you got entered into a raffle, and we ended up getting two huge garbage bags full of period products that we dropped off at a shelter, uh, a women's Aww. shelter. Um, we're doing another one where we're, love make, that. we're making these bags. Uh, to drop off, like with um, what do I call it? Health and beauty products, teeth, toothbrushes, toothpaste, hand sanitizers, soaps, you know, just to drop off at local. Because in New York, the housing population has grown sad, but it yeah. has grown, you know. So, whatever we could do to support and, you know, like women grow on, on the other side, like for these, some of these really great events women grow buy a block of like 50 tickets and give them to community so they can attend if they weren't able to. Oh, you know?
0: that's amazing. So, These are all such beautiful examples. Like for listeners, for myself, for anyone who's trying to give yeah. back, whether it's um, through your business or to your local exactly. community, like you and said, Kennedy I
1: local. so many great ideas and um, women grow was more like on the professional side. And, mm-hmm. um, and so like, some people can't afford to go to these events They're 40 fifty $50. And to some that you're starting a business, a lot of money, you know? Yeah. So every dollar, counts. Every dollar yeah. counts. And so that's one of the ways that women grow does um, a lot of things that, that we put in the place on that side to give back. But like, if we can make sandwiches and go out into the street, sometimes on the Canada side, we'll do it. Amazing. Because honestly, it's a way for us to realize, and I know it's it. We do it because we care. But in reality, Mm -hmm. I want you to see that this industry is not just about. We're we're people. We're part of community. You know, I'm a mother. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a community leader. Yes, I I enjoy the plant. I'm well versed in the plant. I use the plant. I educate about the plant. But I also care about my community, you know, and I, I care about the people in my community. So there's no different for me working in cannabis than if I worked anywhere else. You know, I'm still and I and I know that of, of most of the women that I, you know, that I know in this we're still women, moms, wives, parents, daughters, you know, um, mm-hmm. come on, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's part of the breaking the stigma and just also, yeah, creating more opportunities. And I think we're we're on the same page and I hope uh, when we reconvene for another podcast episode that we can celebrate all the wins yes, for yes, women and yes. minorities in cannabis.
1: I would love that. Yes. And I know that we will have more, you know, because yeah. we're out here doing the good work, you know. Yes. And that's what and that's what I think is important you
0: know, so. Absolutely. Well, and before uh, I have you, you know, share your information with yeah. our, our listeners, I want to go through a lightning round real quick. And uh, you have 10 seconds to answer each of these questions. Okay. So yeah. let me know if you're ready. I'm, ready.
1: I'm ready. Go for
0: it. All right. What country do you want to travel to the most?
1: The Netherlands.
0: Ooh, sounds great. Which TV or movie character would you be friends in real life with?
1: I love the Christina Applegate character from Dead to Me.
0: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Um, If you were trying out for a singing reality show, what song would you sing?
1: Well, I'm torn on that one. It would either be something old like from the 70s or something like a Pearl Jam song. Or something like that. <laughs> I love it. Pearl Jam.
0: <laughs> How do you unwind after a hard day singing Pearl Jam?
1: Music is music is a huge part of me. My music, whatever I'm listening to, you could tell my mood. Um and and you know, you know girl.
0: <laughs> yes. I love it. As a musician, I can resonate that. I get creative in marketing all day, but to unwind and it feel is. actually like meditative. It's so nice to play or listen to music. Yes. yes. And and the last one, what's the biggest challenge being a woman in cannabis?
1: Stigma. Yep. Because I think the moment you say that you work in this space, who's someone who's not? There's automatically a laundry list of things that pop up into their head and 90% yeah. of them are not true. So, uh, education, yeah. education, education.
0: Yeah. Uh, but busting the stigma, because again, I think we just have to tell the same stories until we're blue in the face. You know, you got to tell, tell people what you told them. <laughs>
1: I've mean, Cannabis 101. I'm like, shouldn't I be yeah. at the 300 level by now? Nope. We're going to be do cannabis 101s till everybody gets
0: it. Yes. Now, um, in closing, thank you so much. You're a badass. I'm glad I ran into you at MJ BizCon. Cool. I mean, it, it's just, um, it's great how the world works. And um, I really, I, I'm inspired because I feel like every time I'm seeing posts on LinkedIn, you're in like, you're somewhere in New York doing okay. something, <laughs> an event, empowering people. Um, Again, it's just really cool to see how you're helping others in the industry and and busting the stigma. So thank you so much for everything that you're doing uh, for the industry and for women and and people of color in cannabis. It's it's beautiful. I appreciate it now um i do want to make sure we uh we can tell our listeners how to find you and women grow so um can you share you know your your email linkedin website wherever people can find you
1: so um for email canadiva is the best one tanya at the um for following us on social we're on every platform I would say the better ones to follow where we post the most. We post everywhere, but I would say LinkedIn and Instagram are our biggest, where people see us the most. Um, mm-hmm. Canadiva as well. Where our Instagram, we have a really great Instagram page. Our Canadiva Collective starts April first, so I hope we have. It will be a women-only space, so um, hope that some of women, some women come on through and say hi. It Doesn't matter where you live at that point. Um, and that's really what we wanted to do because we to be like everywhere.
0: Ah, oh, beautiful. Yes. Count me in for that. And and be sure for our listeners, if you, if you needed uh, this information handy, I'm going to drop it in the show notes for you. And that way you have Tanya's information and can contact her and follow Women Grow. Otherwise, follow us on Apple or Spotify or go to marketlikeabadass.media for the latest episodes of Market Like a Badass.